Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is TJ Jones, and welcome to the Therapy Couch Podcast. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in. Appreciate the time. Hope everyone is having a good day so far. This is the podcast that talks about mental health and mental wealth and just things that are going on in the world, trying to decompress. Um, on this episode, we're going to be talking about relationships and uh, how to maintain relationships and how tough uh, that can actually be. Uh, everybody, uh, that may not know, uh, I, I'm married. Uh, I've been married for, uh, two years now. And, uh, you know, being married is, is tough. It can be tough sometimes, you know, uh, learning about an individual, learning to share your life with that person and having them understand you and you understand them. Um, one thing that I, I bring it to like my marriage is to realize that I don't always have the answers, even though <laughs> my wife may uh, think that I, I feel like I do. Uh, I think that you should never like underestimate anybody uh, in a relationship. Sometimes I just think that a, a lot of the issues is is when people feel like they just know a person and they don't have they don't believe or understand that that person can actually uh, kind of tweak some things. I mean, it does come a time where you with somebody for so long, y'all can kind of finish each other's sentences and you can kind of understand what a person uh, is doing or what they meant by what they say. But there are times where people can adjust, you know, and you got to be able to give people the benefit of the doubt in order to do that. Uh, communication is extremely important. Uh, communication is extremely important in relationships. Uh, you should never like feel like you you just automatically just know how a person feels. You should always express your feelings and your your views to them, because sometimes we end up getting upset mostly uh, because we feel like, oh, you know, what I'm saying like, I know what you meant by that. Um, that's something that I, I try to I try to get away from saying I know what you meant by that, because it's like you're saying like you 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 automatically just know how a person is feeling so the communication is always important i know sometimes like when you're constantly communicating or somebody you know always bringing something up it feels as if oh there's always a problem but i just think that it's probably going to end up being a problem right now or being a problem later on and it'll probably be a bigger problem because you got all that stuff bottled in right uh, when you feel like uh, somebody is not understanding your point of view or you you feel like somebody is not hearing you, then all of a sudden you got all that stuff inside of you. And then it's almost like a powder keg. Right. And the little smallest thing, you know, where that opportunity can present itself is just a, a barrage of things that are just coming out. So it's always important to uh, communicate. You know, I, tr I try to communicate with my wife and tell her how, you know, how I feel about certain situations. And she she does the same thing and that's how you build a, a relationship and that's how you build solutions uh in life you know sometimes people feel like they just have all the answers like they feel like they just know you and i think that 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 causes more conflict than not uh maintain a relationship is, is to communicate and also uh understanding that you know time is, is important you know, as, as a broadcaster, as a podcaster, and, and my wife as a nurse practitioner, we we work a lot, right? And not to mention, we have a three-year-old son. You know, that can be tough, you know, and especially like since 
we stay in South Carolina and her family is from Alabama. Mine, you know, is in Mississippi and Louisiana. So we're kind of further away from our family. So we kind of just rely on each other. So when I don't have my son, she has and vice versa. Right. And, and sometimes you can be so, in, in, you know, what I'm saying involved in being a parent and stuff like that. You can neglect your marriage. You know what I'm saying? You can ne neglect the person that you care about. And it's not intentional. It's not. It's just the fact that you're kind of going through the motions and you're just kind of in a flow of being a parent. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, opportunities don't present itself when it comes to like, you know, dating and stuff like that, because once again, it's just us. But you got to find ways uh, to make sure that you remind that person that you care. You got it, it's just the little things, you know, sometimes, you know, we we take for granted like things like text messages. Right. You know, when, when you know, you're doing your thing, your, your man or your, or your lady doing their thing and you're not really with one another and you probably say to yourself ah she knows how i feel or hey eh, he knows how i feel <laughs> we all do it right we all do it like but don't don't underestimate you know a text message to express that you know let them know that you love them and, and you appreciate them because sometimes some people just need to hear that you know sometimes people just need to be reassured and, and that's extremely important you know, to make sure that you, you maintain that. And also, you know, just remember what's what's important to take the time out. You know, uh, me and my wife, one thing that uh, we do, uh, we binge watch uh, TV shows on weekends. Like uh, if she normally gets off like in the a, in a evening, like if she works on a weekend and, you know, when, uh, you know, shows like uh, Raising Canaan, Power, um the shy like when shows like that come out we just kind of binge watch those shows together that's kind of you know our thing you know to uh you know be like no matter okay i'm working and you're working still you know saying we got something that that actually belongs to us so um you know my suggestion for people that you know may be a little bit on the go to try to find like something that you and your significant other you know can do together you know to be able to you know to have that moment to have that that particular thing and then when opportunities like if you're you know if there's other things that's kind of tying you down you're not being able to have full access to a lot of things you know make sure that you you put some type of spontaneity in the middle of that as well you know something you know that you you all can do together or maybe it's just something that you you know you do like buy some buy flowers or a card or you know what i'm saying sit like a something aside that's you know exclusively for you in order for you know you all to have that moment because sometimes you know sometimes if you're a parent i mean you're so like focused on being a parent is it, it, <laughs> it's just like okay man like i'm doing this and, and you know what I'm saying sometimes like that can kind of get in the way so that that's uh something that uh you know that is that is very very important make sure that you you take those little moments and uh you know spend spend time though with your significant others try to make sure you maintain that spark it, it, it but it's 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 so important um for those that are out here man is is looking for relationships you know i know there are people that uh you know been hitting me up and they they suggested this episode honestly and they talk about like i'm looking for somebody you know what what you know how can i go about finding the right relationship i'm gonna be honest um i've been out the game for a minute <laughs> I mean, uh, me and my wife, you know, we've been together, you know, total about five and a half years, maybe, you know what I'm saying, almost. So, 
I, I for five and a half years, you know, I don't really, you know, you know, you can kind of just lose the pulse on things. Like when you're just so focused on one person and you know what I'm saying you, you probably don't have like a certain idea about what's going on because you know you got friends that's single and they telling you about all these different things that they're going through and you're listening but you can't really relate you know like <laughs> okay I don't know if it's changed or not as much but uh just looking at the landscape of of things um just the modern day dating it, it's a little bit tough you know because I feel like people's uh, expectations are a little bit higher you know these days uh when it when it comes to dating from from a financial standpoint it just seems like to me uh you know that type of stuff is, is important like financial uh and, and not just finances but actual stability as well you know back in the days like in a <laughs> to be honest like th this modern day dating thing is not so far removed from how things used to be like back in the days like 1800s or something like that if you afford me a time to tell the story um i love history but back in the days like you know it used to be like if a father was like a, a plantation owner or something like that or had a little something a farm would have you you know he would have a daughter and a guy would have to go to the father to ask for the, the girl's hand you know for the, the girl's hand to be married and you know of course you have the little conversation about you know i got this type of land i'm doing this i'm doing that you know i, I feel like i can take care you know of, of your daughter you know what i'm saying it's kind of like on 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 the same thing you know people are really they they really want to feel like you're worth their time like i'm talking about i ain't talking about like one night stand type stuff i'm talking about people that are actually like literally consider dating they really want to feel like number one they can trust you you know what i'm saying as far as like you being loyal and number two they want to feel like they can depend on you you know dependability is is extremely important and if you're trying to uh, find a relationship these are the type of things that you need to be asking because I, I just feel like people look back six seven eight months into a relationship years a year into a relationship and they're like man you know i didn't realize this was going to be a problem i i think that this 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 stage where we just want to say everything right and we want to do everything right and then in between that we don't ask the tough questions or we don't address the tough questions and that and then there's things that kind of slip through the cracks so when we kind of into a relationship you know we we have uh problems because we're not asking those questions and i don't feel like it's wrong for you to ask people what their intentions are and what you know what direction they see themselves going and also looking at the the non-verbal cues as well as you know what I'm saying like some of the little indicators there are indicators out there you know some things like we just trying to turn off once again because we're just so you know excited especially when you first get into a relationship oh it seemed like you know we like everything that each other like we like doing this they it's fun it, like we get into this mode where everything is just so cool because you're learning something new but once you really establish something and you really kind of know a person i mean you got to have somewhere to go because at the end of the day it's not just about oh they take me to the movies oh we went out here to the park oh we you know what i'm saying we chilled at this this restaurant it, it goes beyond that because it, it's the little things you know it's the little things that that actually matter you know when a person has to rely on you like 
to know that you're going to be where you, you, you say you are. If you end up having kids, they want to make sure that, you know, you're the right parent. Uh, you know what I'm saying? If you if you have jobs, want to make sure that you got like a level of stability. That stuff matters. And um, that's the kind of stuff you have to look out for. And, and don't be afraid to have uh, those type of conversations. And also uh, for people that uh, trying to establish a relationship or trying to get into a relationship, just be sure that that's what you want. You know, let's let's just be sure about it being what you want. Like, you know, because sometimes we can be prisoner of a moment, right? You ever went to a wedding and, you know what I'm saying, maybe it's your best friend, maybe it's somebody that you know, and you see them walking down the aisle and there's all this love in the air. And all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying, you're seeing folks you're like, man, you know, man, I wish I can find something like that. You know what I'm saying? But you might feel like that for a while, but then eventually you you may be like, I don't know if I'm really fully prepared. So make sure that you're like fully prepared for that. And, and also don't settle for less. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, just don't settle for that. Like just don't settle just because, you know what I'm saying, somebody is just available. I know that may sound crazy, but you have people out here that do that. You know, they, 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 they don't really realize what their worth is they they or they you know what i'm saying they just kind of make it flexible like don't make yourself exclusive or flexible for somebody else right if it's not a good fit it's just not a good fit because it's going to eventually you know not end well because it's not working out for those that that in relationships and you have people out here that's not doing right you know like you deserve better like you shouldn't have to compromise with that. You shouldn't have to compromise with somebody constantly lying to you. You shouldn't have to compromise with somebody that don't have your best interest at heart. And the only thing that they really truly care about is themselves. And they only with you because maybe they just don't want you to go out there. Uh, they want their cake and eat it too. You know, like know your worth. You know, don't don't settle for less. You know, it, it took me some time. You know, when I was in in you know relationships in the past. It was more so like I was just happy to have somebody versus them happy to have me. Um, there was a time I, I often say this. There was a time where I second guessed myself and I didn't have the type of love for myself that I have today. And I guess yeah, it, it, it was mostly because of my self-esteem growing up, you know, and a lot of it towards my adulthood. It kind of still set with me. And it probably took like me dating my wife for me to have this level of confidence i'm just glad that i met her at the time i did because i i feel like i probably would have squandered that opportunity <laughs> because you know I, I just wasn't really sure of myself it was a it was a confidence issue so you should never like settle for less don't don't let anybody like make you feel like you shouldn't be valued or you your your thoughts or your views aren't important and don't feel like Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the only game in town, so what else you going to do? Like, these are the type of steps that you need to take if you're going to try to establish a relationship. Like, if you, if you feel like you're fully prepared, just make sure that you're making the right decision. It's, it's okay to, you know, to date. I, I think that people, you know, have issues with, like, with dating. You know, sometimes we can get a little bit attached, right? Or we feel we we fall in love with the time or we feel like there's certain time invested. So because we spend so much time with this, this is what it is. Sometimes like we, we fall into like situationships versus relationships. Like it just, it 
feels like this is supposed to be a relationship because you know we we text this much uh we went out these, these many times make sure you it, it's what you want and, and you establish what it what it exactly is and it's okay you know what i'm saying to like date and make sure that you just find the right person but also be honest with the person that you know that you're dating like some people date this person date that person have this person out here and feel you know make this person feel like hey you know what i'm saying like it's going really well and uh <laughs> you know what I'm saying? like well you know we ain't established nothing like that that bothers me with people like when they they doing everything that a relationship entails right they they going they they spending time with you and all this kind of stuff getting all your hopes up and everything like that and then just because you know you don't have this conversation they feel like well you know what I'm saying we ain't never say anything but you're treating it like it is so transparency is key man make sure that you're being transparent with people that's you know if you're trying to you know build a relationship don't just be out here trying to get what you can out of people because that's selfish that's selfish man and you don't want to do that so marie some of your comments if you have any questions feel free to uh put the the comments down below but also i'm also going to talk about in a few minutes about something that uh that i, I seen on a well a question that i seen uh, on uh the breakfast club that just made me realize that man I'm, I'm glad i'm married <laughs> i completely understand you tj when i was living in south carolina because my daughter and her mom family was from there i felt like i was missing my at home louisiana life yeah brandon but the thing look here's the here's the best part about it um me and my wife neither one of us are from south carolina so there's no home field advantage you know nobody has like you know saying a one up over the other like we both kind of in uncharted territories but you know what I'm saying the biggest issue is you know what bothers me mostly is you know my son you know he doesn't he doesn't really have a, a type of the type of relationship like with his cousins on my side or even my wife's side that I feel like some of my other nieces and nephews got you know what I'm saying like I feel like that's the one thing you know what I'm saying that's that's the, the biggest issue to me but you know because we are you know not from this place we kind of learning together and we i feel like in in that regard our relationship is strong because we depend on each other like we we're like a team but sometimes you know we can almost be like strangers in the night like kind of passing through it's almost like and i try to avoid this but man i i really love what i do like i really love broadcasting i really love podcasting shouts out to everybody that follow me everything that i do as far as uh broadcasting is concerned but I, i'm like in love with what i do and when i'm inspired to work i work you know what i'm saying like i love it my wife on the other hand she's really good at her job but she can like turn it off like once she gets home like is off you know what i'm saying but i can't turn it off like i if i go to the, the radio station i'm constantly working there when i get home i got all access to everything that i need here and i'm like i'm trying to build something over here and sometimes because of that it can be like we passing like strangers in the night like she gets home i'm trying to get to like doing a podcasting thing you know what i'm saying by the time i'm probably done i go upstairs and her and my son asleep you know what i'm saying and it's like you don't want that to happen 
But you have to be careful about that. You you got to be careful about that. You know, the teamwork aspect is important, right? But it's the type of teamwork, right? Making a relationship work is also teamwork, right? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like treating each other like to dates and you know what I'm saying? And little spontaneous things like that's still teamwork. And sometimes you can lose that aspect because you're like, okay, you know what I'm saying? We working together. But sometimes, you know, you can neglect one another, not intentionally, but it just, that's just the way that it happens. But Brandon, unlike, you know what I'm saying? Like some situations like that, at least we like are kind of growing together in a place that neither one of us are from. Uh, then when you visit your family in Louisiana, you see all the things you miss and how all the kids have grown up, et cetera. I'm in Texas and my daughter and her family still in South Carolina. Brandon, you know, that's the same way. You know, I look at pictures of my niece and nephews and how grown they are. And, you know, saying like when I left, I get I get I get example like I have my uh one of my youngest nieces, my sister's daughter. I can remember like I stayed in an apartment building above my sister. And my sister used to like bring uh my niece to my apartment sometimes, you know what I'm saying, for me to take her to daycare. Right. I mean, she was like still in a car seat. Now it's like my my niece is like calling me on FaceTime and talking to me. Like it's it's weird. Like now she's, you know, so smart and, and growing and stuff like that. And and you know what I'm saying, like it, it is like something that's missed, and that's something that that kind of you know bothers me well i don't say kind of it does bother me i i i know how i felt like to grow up around my cousins and and everything like that you know i say nieces and nephews because i ain't i ain't grow up with nieces and nephews because my brothers and sisters and i are like real close in age like my oldest brother is three years older than me so we were like close and my second oldest brother is a year older than i am my sister is two years younger so it's like we all they you know i was the last to start having kids so in my 20s i started to like have like nieces and nephews but there is a part that I, I i want my son to be able to and i was telling my mom this i said that's why like i want like him to like start going down to like mississippi and stuff like that like send him down there for a couple weeks where he can actually have that you know what i'm saying like those moments like mean a lot right to you know what i'm saying a kid because when they start getting older yeah i go by you know saying my grandma's house and stuff like i'm going down there for a couple of weeks and it becomes a thing right and 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 that's their moment and their thing so that is something that i do miss that is something i i miss and that's something i never really had the experience because all my family was around me like my uncles and you know my grandparents uh and thank god you know what I'm saying both of them are still here you know and i, I was able to grow up with that uh, what up tj jones how are you my brother uh let's see my psychological break were very disgusting i mean disgusting uh, yeah disgusting before i got uh new medication uh that's what i'm taking well man look i'm look i'm glad you're doing okay um i'm sorry about the new meds that you own and stuff like that man but i'm glad you're all right you know i'm you know i'm glad that you're, you're doing fine I'm, you know I'm, it's always good to to see you pop up man you know what I'm saying? It's always good to see you pop up, and I'm glad you're doing all right, man. Uh, hopefully, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully, it's just, you know, like when you get like certain medications, like when you try new ones, it, it starts off a little funny, but I guess it just takes your body to like just kind of adjust to it. You know, I, man, I, I've been there, especially like 
when I first got diagnosed with uh with diabetes, uh, they they put me on this medication. Some of y'all probably know what I'm talking about if you're a diabetic called metformin, right? And uh, man, oh my goodness, uh, if you you know, man, if you ain't never got to deal with this issue, bless you. You know, most people, you know, they they are type two diabetics, but it was a short period of time they thought I was. Um, and I was taking this metformin. And if you would like look at my wedding pictures, man, I was like real small. That's probably the smallest I ever, I've probably been since I was in high school. It, it makes you lose a lot of weight. Like it makes you, I hate to get real person, but it makes you like have to go to the bathroom. And it's like, makes you feel like really, really bad. And, um, you know, it took me like to go find a primary physician for them to tell me I was a type one. And now I just, I have to take insulin shots. But yeah, when it comes to like certain medications, man, when you first take them, I guess like the worst, the absolute worst. And, uh, you know, but, you know, it, your body starts to get adjusted to them and and you won't feel certain effects. So I'm pretty sure that'll happen to you soon, man. Chemo says, welcome, family. Uh, I think the success of finding any kind of relationship is knowing what you want not just physically appealing, but substance and la um, lasting things that you are looking for. I'm going to say this. That's a good point. That's my mom right there. That's a good point, mom. But I, I want, sometimes, like, we don't know what we want. Seriously. It, sometimes, like, we've had, like, so many bad experiences that we probably, we know what we don't want, but really we don't know what we want exactly because nobody really showed us especially like if you you know keep on striking out right and, and i think you know everybody wants to be admired and loved like me i tell you you know what i'm saying i like i like compliments you know what i'm saying I, like I, I want like i want my wife you know what i'm saying i want to look at me and be like okay you know what i'm saying you look good today or i mean i'm serious like i'm i'm dead serious like i like compliments because and i don't feel bad about saying that because Look, man, life is tough. And especially like for what I do, like I get criticized, you know what I'm saying, for some of the things that I say for us, you know what I'm saying, doing like broadcasting, right? And I just feel like you need to build that person up. Like, I mean, people telling you certain things, like, yes, okay, I know what some people are saying. You got to have that confidence in yourself. But it's almost equivalent to, I, I hear this all the time. I don't know if this how some people feel on here, but you will hear like if if your wife says uh, she walks downstairs and she dressed up and she looks real good and say you beautiful, right? It, it was almost like that debate that uh, they had about I, uh, Aisha Curry, uh, Steph Curry's wife, and she was like, "I would like to hear that from somebody else other than you. You supposed to think I'm beautiful, but hearing it from somebody else, you know what I'm saying? It, like that that's the way." Yeah, um, that you know, what I'm saying I, I feel about the situation, right? You know, what I'm saying like it, but it means more. I feel the opposite. I feel like it means more to me when she said than anybody else. Like I don't care. Like if anybody else think I look like something, fine. You know, what I'm saying I appreciate it, but I want to look like something to my wife. You know, what I'm saying because that, that's you know, what I'm saying that's what I'm doing it for. That's why I'm you know, what I'm saying I'm going to the gym. Uh, that's why I'm trying to you know, what I'm saying like dress a little bit better and stuff like that like i want to be able to do all those different things for her and when she tells me how she feels it makes me feel good uh her is is more like i guess you talk you know her i guess we're talking love language here 
her love language is like service, right? You know what I'm saying? Like getting in where you fit in, right? You know what I'm saying? Like doing, you know, acts of, you know what I'm saying? Acts of service. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like going out there, cutting that grass. You know what I'm saying? Worry about it being high. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just doing little things around the house or, you know, if you see something, just do it. That's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? What she, get, what she likes. So, but I guess back to what I was saying is like knowing what you want, you know what I'm saying, is extremely important, you know, but some people just don't because they, they didn't have that level of experience. If you didn't experience something, how do you know you actually want it? It's so many people say, I don't like this. I don't like that. But have you ever like really had like that particular experience or is it just the fact that you just assume that you didn't like it? There's a lot of times that, you know, we may start off saying, man, I don't think I can do that. Then you give it a shot. Then all of a sudden you add it to, you know, you add it to your everyday life or it becomes a, a reoccurring thing. So I think that it is best if you find somebody that has like good qualities and good things and y'all learn about one another together. But I think that you need to have like it, it needs to be like a good surface that you can paint this picture on. It can't just be. You know what I'm saying? Some scribble scratch paper or something like that. Like if you coming into the game kind of jacked up, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that people can't change, uh, but if it's just like flaw after flaw, and you know what I'm saying, it's on some old shallow stuff, like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, she did this, she did that, but man, she looked good. He did this, he did that, but then like if it's on some superficial stuff, I ain't with it. But let it let it be, you know what I'm saying, like something that you feel like you can build on. Because relationships is about building. Because how many people start off with a good, solid foundation and they end up building something together and they end up like going places they thought they'd never go, doing things they ain't never thought they would do, and changing in ways they never thought. So if both people will give 150% unconditionally daily healthy relationships, uh be willing to give, not take. Here's the thing: we all want to do that. If you're in a relationship right now, I don't know how many people listening to this right now, but uh, put a thumbs up if you're in a relationship or you're married. I don't know how many people in there. If you don't want to, that's fine. I, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? You just so happen to be watching this, don't want to, you know, do anything. You don't have to. But we all want to give 150%. Like nobody, nobody uh, going to a relationship like, man, I'm about to get in this thing and I'm going to just give it about, 30 percent right <laughs> we all go into relationships for the most part like fully committed and wanting to give everything that we can in order for us to make it work right i mean at least you should right we, but there are days where we gonna phone it in it just happens man it's just life right you know what i'm saying you with somebody long enough nah, they, like i said earlier about the text message uh, example ah they know i care about them oh they know i love them and they know what i meant i know i didn't kiss her on, on the way out before I left, I didn't kiss him on the way out, but he know how I feel, you know. I mean, I know, you know, what I'm saying like well, I, I I got in the bed, you know, what I'm saying I I ain't telling let him know I, you know, what I'm saying I'm in the bed or whatever. I know I ain't do these things tonight, but uh, today, I mean, but they know how I feel. I mean, we all phoning in. The thing, the thing is, it is to create more positive than negative. You know what I'm saying, and also don't be afraid you know what i'm saying don't be afraid to make mistakes and don't be afraid to state you know what i'm saying to address the obvious like if you look deep down in yourself you know when you're trying your best and when you're not and you know 
when you're getting being fully committed and when you're not and you got to be careful with that man because it might you know what I'm saying it, it can it can end up turning into a trend and you don't want to do that but yes I do feel like you need to be 150% committed uh and, and that's that's important but there are going to be some times where you're going to phone it in it's not going to be your best effort but you cannot be afraid to make those adjustments uh be honest uh because you never want to be on the receiving end of a broken heart trust me yeah i mean i, I agree with that i mean i had my heart broken i mean but in in a matter of a silver i mean uh, of a dark cloud there's a silver lining i mean would i have been the, the man that i am today would i have been the father that i am today probably not because at that particular time i didn't take life very seriously you know what i'm saying i i didn't i didn't i won't say i didn't value relationship i did but i don't think i value relationships back then like i do now like like i love my wife you know I, like i really do like i love everything about her like she's you know what i'm saying like she's a very soft-spoken individual and you know what i'm saying like i you know like she trusts me you know what i'm saying like and that means a lot and i trust her you know some people like you know my wife you know she went to uh portugal and morocco for a week and everybody was like man your wife going on a girl trip she went with her uh, friends from uh, school and it's like man you let your uh, wife go on a trip man you don't care i'm like no why would i you know what i'm saying like i don't know but it it, it, it would have been a time that i probably would have been on edge you know what i'm saying because of something like that but i don't know i think it had a lot to do with the fact of the 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 struggles that i had in, in previous relationships and the fact that you know it did break me down you know so i mean i definitely agree you need to be honest you know i, I just think that you reach a, a certain level in your life i mean when you're like 20 21 if you're listening to this you're like 20 21 years old young and you know you're vibrant and all that kind of stuff man i ain't really talking to you it's very few uh kids around that age you know that's really serious about some things i mean especially like if you're in like college or whatever yeah i can just remember like sitting in my dorm room and i'm just being real uh, sitting in my dorm room with my friends talking about you know girls that we want to be with and you know what i'm saying and, and laugh and hearing guys laugh about you know what i'm saying certain like dates didn't been on and stuff like that it ain't really take we didn't really take life too serious about that but i feel like when you start to like get my age now and you're, you're like in your 30s and all that kind of stuff i just feel like that's that's whack you know what i'm saying if you still sitting around here talking about man i was with this girl last night i did this that and the third i just feel like that's whack like when when are you gonna grow up and realize like certain things are important now you have some people out there that probably came off the porch kind of early you know what i'm saying they probably you know established some early and they're young and then it didn't work out and then it's like they just kind of making up for lost time but i'm talking about people that have been out here ain't jumped off the porch that fast but they still around here 35 40 years old trying to be like they 20 still up in a club and stuff like that still looking for what's gonna what's gonna happen tonight versus what's gonna happen down the line I, I i think i don't know i'm sorry i feel like that's whack it's just it's just a point where you feel like the light comes on like and you're like only thing i want to do is, is be committed to this 
I mean, that's 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 me. Like, don't I don't keep, really care about anything uh, if over the happiness of my wife and the happiness over my son. Like, don't, that's that's my priority right there. If my wife upset with me, that's the that's more important to me than anything else. Versus like, I, I couldn't see myself like I couldn't imagine myself being his age and still talking about who I, you know, what I'm saying who I was with this last week and this week. I don't know. I mean, if that if that's what you're doing, you still on that player stuff. I ain't trying to knock you or nothing like that. I mean, do you? But I just to me, I just feel like it's just a certain time where you know your priorities should change. And if you still like having the same priorities you did in your twenties and your thirties, might be time to kind of you know switch some things up. Uh, let's see, stroll down a little bit. Thank y'all for being here, man. You know, thank y'all for uh comment thanks for those that are listening right now i appreciate that i'm gonna stroll down to grace grace says hey tj why did you move so far from your family and would you ever go back grace i'm gonna be honest with you uh i i moved out here strictly uh you know what i'm saying because and i said this I, I mentioned this on a, on the first episode i i was in a like relationship and it ended bad and it broke me you know what i'm saying like it broke me to a point where i was just like i needed to get away from everything that just kind of reminded me of my old life you know like seriously i i it just so happened that things was kind of like falling into place and you know like it when when it happened i was like at the time i was i was a store manager and I was the top store manager in the state uh, for this company that I was working in. It was to a point, like, I wasn't even in a store. They had me traveling across the state doing things. And I developed a relationship because of my hard work with the re regional manager. Uh, the regional manager ended up leaving one area and moving, like, closer to the Tennessee, South Carolina area. So when they had an opportunity that came up, you know, he remember like talking to me and stuff like that and the district manager came to me and asked me about opportunity in south carolina and at the time like i said i i feel like it was like god talking to me maybe you know what i'm saying like maybe you need to get away from this situation and it was a great opportunity so i just end up leaving now what if i was in that situation would i have moved probably not right but at the same time, because I moved, I met my wife. I ended up working in a radio station, something that I went to school for. And at the time, and when I was staying in Mississippi, I only had my little podcast, you know, staying in my apartment and stuff like that, you know, in a closet, making podcasts. Um, you know, I wouldn't really didn't have a, a, a future in broadcasting. So by coming here, I was able to get a job at a radio station, meet my wife have my son you know what i'm saying build the foundation so it was a positive but no i i mean the reason why i left it had a lot to do with the fact of what i was going through in my life but i guess it's one of those things where god don't make mistakes because if that didn't happen then i probably wouldn't be talking to you today uh probably wouldn't have some of the success and some of the milestones that i've reached so far in my life and uh so it was a positive thing when we don't know uh who we are how can we know what we truly want 
Um, that's the thing. That's why I was saying, uh, uh, Barbara, when it comes down to it, like we, we're always constantly um, striving to know what we want, what we, you know, what I'm saying what we aspire to do, and and sometimes in life we kind of shock ourselves. I mean, you ever tried something like, you know, what I'm saying like a food or something like that, or you know, what I'm saying or or a drink or or went somewhere, and you're like, man, I ain't never thought I'd be here. I ain't never thought that this would be fun. I never thought I'd be doing this, right? Um, you're constantly no, you know, constantly growing. But there are certain things when it when you're talking about establishing and, and being in a relationship that I just feel like, you know, when I say solid foundation, like somebody that's like fully committed to trying to make a relationship grow, understanding that it's not going to be easy, and you're learning about somebody that you know what I'm saying that's completely different and opposite of you, but I'm willing to make that, you know what I'm saying, to do that. I feel like those are the type of things that you need as far as a solid foundation in order to establish relationship. And also, you know what I'm saying, to be able to compromise. Like my wife hates football. You know what I'm saying? Like she didn't like she don't like football at all. She don't like wrestling, right? But if I sit up in in the Saints are playing, she'll be somewhere. I mean, she ain't about to sit next to me. <laughs> or she'll like leave me alone because she know like I'm into the game. Or if wrestling comes on, like my wife has been to WrestleMania with me. She has been to like uh wrestling like little shows when they come to town. She's been that with me. Like she man, she has a WrestleMania shirt somewhere right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, so she tries, right? Um I mean, you you got to be able to you know adjust. You know, certain certain things start the relationship, but you also gotta have an open mind and open yourself up to certain things because you may never know. You know, you might end up liking it. So I don't feel like we really ever really truly know what we want uh, when it comes to like certain experiences. Like you may, I mean, look, all of us pretty much want the same thing, right? We want somebody to love us for who we are. We want somebody to uh, value, you know what I'm saying, our existence. We want somebody that's not going to hurt our feelings and break our hearts, right? I mean, we, we know that, you know what I'm saying? It's pretty, I mean, it's pretty obvious. But there's also things about ourselves we have to, we're going to continue to learn. And there's some things we have to open ourselves up to, to learn, you know, in order for us to really get knowledge of ourselves. Sometimes, you know, we we really don't know that we would like this certain situation because we never been in this situation but it takes us interacting and, and, and learning with a person in order for us to open up that that treasure chest of our life so we got to be willing to open be open to allowing that to happen was that in the tj just peeping in hitting the like button while at work big dog damien thank you man i appreciate that that man always working man <laughs> that man that man got about six jobs he ain't getting tired uh we need kind words yeah we, we definitely need kind words man affirmations are important right um showing love you know what i'm saying like feeling value like we all want that man we all want to feel value just just in different ways sometimes uh chemotherapy will keep uh couples together <laughs> i mean you gotta keep that that's a, that's a good thing uh, I'm single like the number one. <laughs> look, well, look, 
I don't know. I don't know, Damien, if you, you know, you just out here and you trying to like just kind of do your thing. I mean, I know you work a lot. So I know you probably just trying to stack some bread or something like that. And for that, I respect, you know what I'm saying? I respect that. You know, some people, they 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 focus on, you know, trying to establish something. I mean, they want to know, okay, if I, I get into something, I want to know that I can bring something to the table, right? So, I mean, you stacking, you're just stacking them up, right? You're just stacking up these bricks. And ain't nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing wrong uh, with doing it. But, you know, when that when that time comes, uh just just know you know what i'm saying like there's somebody out there there's somebody out there like when that actually happens you just got to be willing to uh be open to it because there's always going to be something about somebody i don't care if that person got check all the check all the boxes there's always going to be something that you be like i don't know about that right but you got to be willing to compromise like uh before i get the uh barbershop i was uh 33 when i grew up yeah um but like with my wife right um <laughs> oh man she watched this show she go it'll probably kill me but uh she watched a lot of like reality shows probably not but she likes a lot of reality shows like real housewives of atlanta uh, married at first sight uh you know stuff like that right um i don't like that like that is like that is the thing that i struggle with like sitting on the couch uh being in a room while that's on like i don't know man it, it that's that's just that one thing you know what i'm saying like i'm like i i don't know if i can get down with that i don't know do, do, am i wrong for that like am i am i wrong for not wanting to be like of i won't say affiliated because i'm not affiliated but just not wanting to watch that am i wrong for that like i feel like yeah that's your thing right there right just like football is, is my thing right i mean my wife like i said she'll be in a room but she ain't like gonna be like in tune with the game or whatever like that i mean every super bowl like and she she cooks up a behind off but like for like football like she lets me have my thing so i feel like I'm going to let her have that because I just can't get down with that. Like, am I wrong for that? Am I wrong for not wanting to be around when when she's watching that? Just somebody let me know. Uh, man, TJ, I, I can't keep my wife happy. She mad because I said uh, no on buying a water bed. I didn't want us to drift apart. <laughs> I don't know if you joking or not. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, but first off, let, let's eliminate the contractions, okay? I mean, let's eliminate the contractions. Um, can't, won't, you know what I'm saying? Like, let, let's eliminate that. Because sometimes that can be the biggest issue. When we say, uh, you know, or even like words like never, right? Yeah, you never listen to me. I mean, do, do they ever listen to you? Like, really, truly, do they, you know? Do they never listen or it's just the fact that from time to time they're not listening to what you're saying? Oh, you can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't do anything. Can you Can you just not do anything or it's just this particular thing right here? I think sometimes we, we open up a box, you know what I'm saying, wider than we have to, right? We open up the door wider than what we have to. Sometimes we got to prioritize and focus on that particular thing at that time, right? You know, and... 
saying you won't do this you won't do that you never do this like that's the problem because the first thing a person gonna do if you say they don't do this or don't do that they're going to roll back in their mind a time where they actually did the, com the complete opposite of what you saying that they did you know what I'm saying that they did right man you telling me that i i didn't you know what I'm saying put this trash out you know, what about last week i put it out i put it out before this i just missed it this week right so let's address that's let's adjust and focus on this week right versus you know what happened and, and saying that they never do something because when people start doing stuff like that it's back to what i said at the beginning of this episode it, it's all about having stuff bottled in and it comes out a completely different way like it, it's it's not even the fact that you're mad about the trash at this point the trash is just the the the, the cherry on top of the ice cream sundae of problems that you have festered inside of you that is why it's important to have these type of conversations and make sure that you don't use words like won't and can't and never and you know because that that's that's a that's an uphill battle when you're doing it because a person is really going to be they're going to start being hard on themselves because they, if they love you and they want to do right by you and they care about you and they value you if you're telling them that it's going to mean a lot to them and they're upset because they do not want to let you down you know so let's make sure that we're not using words like that so with the issue with the water bed mario you know is it's not the fact that you you can't keep her happy it's just in this case she's not happy because you don't want to buy a water bed right so let's address that issue you know and, and think about this like honestly is it worth having this issue over you know what i'm saying having a problem right um why don't you say you you know drift apart or whatever i don't know if you're joking or not about that but if it was the case man it's something like is it something that you all can like kind of compromise on is it you know do you really need a bed you know sometimes man you gotta i mean sometimes you just gotta bite the bullet sometimes man jerry says good afternoon barbara says nothing worse than an age uh playing <laughs> playing in the club yeah look i ain't got no problem with the club you know i would you know what i'm saying like i don't like if you're going out with your friends for example like if you go out you know it's a guy's night out girl's night out nothing wrong with that you know what i'm saying like but i just feel like when you just falling all up in that thing just to try to find you know what i'm saying somebody you can you know what I'm saying have a conquest to talk but you know what I'm saying to talk to your friends about a conquest i just think that that's whack like when you reach a certain age because i mean it just it just looked bad man it, it just ain't it's just i don't know like what are, what are you trying to prove i mean especially when your friend married and all that kind of stuff i don't know if you know you feel like you living they living vicariously through you or something like if you that last friend to get married you the last of the mohegans or something i don't know but i just feel like your priority should change right if you made mistakes throughout your youth you shouldn't be trying to make those same mistakes over and over again okay i mean you know falling in stumbling in you know saying late at night or something like that shouldn't you know what i'm saying shouldn't be as exciting as it was in your 20s versus in your 30s i don't know man maybe maybe i'm just different when it comes to that but i just feel like your priorities should change once you you get older once you know what i'm saying once 
like you really start establishing yourself. Derek says, appreciate you dropping gems, TJ. I've been married for 19 years and everything you are saying I had to learn over the years once you truly understand. Beautiful. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's a it's a constant battle. You know, nobody is ever going to be 100% of what you want to be. I don't care how long you've been married. You know, that's just what it is. No, like, but you can aspire to be close to that. Like, understanding, like, your limitations and, and addressing it and you know what I'm saying your significant other as well you know like as long as they they constantly growing and constantly realizing oh man i ain't got all the answers they ain't got all the answers but we're gonna try to figure out these answers together i think you should be fine the problem is when you start drifting away and once again when problems start to arrive you allow that stuff to just kind of fester up the way that some people do or you know what i'm saying like you just feel like it's just a, a losing battle so you just stop trying when you start doing that kind of stuff it, it's just a recipe for disaster it's a recipe for disaster and um you know that's something that that you do not do not want uh it says good afternoon tj how are you doing my brother i'm doing fine appreciate you for being here uh just hit the like button i, I appreciate that thank you man says uh i'm in some pouring rain waiting to pick my daughter up hopefully everyone is having a good day well i hope so you know hope everybody's having a good day it's raining out here in, in south carolina too man it's been raining it's been raining all day you know and um it's supposed to rain throughout the weekend a little dreary day but i mean it's still beautiful you know what I'm saying it's still a beautiful day it's still friday uh them shows uh uh for your soul <laughs> uh no those shows rot your soul i guess i don't know i ain't about to get into that i ain't about to get into that i ain't about to have me in a <laughs> you ain't about to have me uh yeah my wife bad at me you know about the show like what you say uh hello everyone <laughs> uh sc gave a thumbs up heck no you're not wrong for that tj um let's see words have power that's true speak wisely yeah, words do have uh, power. They they possess a lot of power. And no words also possess a lot of power. Think about that. Not saying I love you. Not saying I appreciate you. Uh, not, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, doing stuff like that. That that can, sil silence can be just as deadly as words can sometimes. Uh, shout out OG and TJ. Tyrone, thank you very much for the uh, $10, man. I appreciate that uh do your wife want you to watch those shows with her no i, I don't no i don't think so like she never like made me feel like i'm obligated to do that i think she understands how i feel and i said that before um she wasn't too happy when i said it and well i gave my thoughts and my views about how i felt about it but um that's just her thing you know what i'm saying but but i just can't i i i'm just not i'm just not a fan of it like that you know everybody got they 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 thing right you know and some people are like i don't know about that i don't know if i can get down with that right um <laughs> i i guess that you know that's just a thing everybody has their thing where it makes you know make you like raise the eyebrow like man you sure you would like that you show sure you into that so i don't know that that's interesting um <laughs> before we get out of here i want to talk a little bit about and i'm glad I, I see linda in here uh, i see barbara in here so we got some ladies all right but 
So I was listening to the Breakfast Club, and some of y'all probably uh, listened to it. Um, I listen to the Breakfast Club from time to time, uh, especially when I'm in the car and I'm driving, dropping off my son to daycare. And it was a topic that came up about buying a woman a drink, right? And the question was, if you buy a woman a drink in a club, is she obligated to give you conversation? Or, you know what I'm saying? Or is the woman wrong for accepting the drink knowing what the drink can possibly entail? Now, I'm wondering what the, like, what does the drink symbolize? I guess that's what I'm looking at. Me and, my, and once again, me and my wife had this conversation. So we was kind of, you know, you know on, a, on a different page with this. I said, I'm looking at what the drink represents, right? Being a guy, uh, being around some guys and, you know what I'm saying, them buying girls drinks, you know. But my wife put something on my mind, too. She was like, there are guys out there that buy women drink in a club and they don't want anything in return. They just, just some nice guys or they just want to feel like they just, you know what I'm saying, they just got it or something like that, right? So I'm just asking, you know, from, from your personal experience, like, is a woman more like I won't say morally obligated, but should a woman give a guy some conversation because he bought him a drink? You know, like it, it like, but like I said, I feel like <laughs> what the drink represents, like you know what I'm saying, like if I'm taking my money to buy you something, like buy you a drink, you know what I'm saying? Like you you should know like I'm interested in you, right? I'm I'm looking at you, I'm interested in you. Enough for me to be like, man, you know what I'm saying? I just want to, you know, buy you a drink or whatever. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe, and once again, I just feel like maybe I, it's been a while since I actually, you know, had to go out here and, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and mingle and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying, in order to find a date. So I don't know if people still doing this or not, but what are your thoughts about that? Like, you know, like, how how do you feel about that? Or, or have you ever allowed a guy to buy you a drink? And how did that experience, um, you know, how did it end up? Uh, let me see. Got my sister in here. What's going on? Man, shouts out to my sister out there, man. Got a business uh, out on and popping out there at Vicksburg and Broader, a broader business. Uh, She's doing a real good job. Uh, had a ribbon cutting grand opening about a couple of weeks ago. She's working hard, man. So uh, thank thank you for being here. I appreciate that. Uh, make sure that you know y'all check out, man. Casey Lauren, uh, designs by Casey Lauren, available right now. Uh, Facebook page is up. I'm pretty sure. And um, you know, make sure that you uh, you know, give her give her your business, man. Give her your business. She does a really good job. She's been doing it for you know a good little minute, man. And I'm extremely proud of her, man. She's doing real good work out there. Can't can't wait to get down there in a couple of weeks where I can come up in there and uh, see what you're doing. Barbara says, uh, I give a guy a conversation and might even buy him a drink. <laughs> okay, flipping the script. Okay, flipping the script a little bit of the of the status quo, so to speak. And but that that's another thing, too. You know, and it's a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? You're seeing more and more like women that, that are independent you know what i'm saying like it used to be like back in the day you know what I'm saying like dudes out here man i got this going on i got that going on on some david ruffin stuff like you know what I'm saying you need me type stuff man women don't need you 
And then on top of that, you know, <laughs> women been grinding and doing what they've been doing for years, man. How many mamas, you know what I'm saying, out here, you know what I'm saying, going hard for their kids alone, taking care of families alone. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I just think that the standard has changed. So I don't, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know, you know. Yeah, but I, I'm just I just, back when I was out here, you know, I just knew what the kind of the drink entails. Cause I've had these conversations. Guys like, man, I'm buy a drink, man. I'm trying to get a phone number. I'm buy a drink because I'm gonna try to, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, you know what I'm saying, try to see what she's talking about. So when I think about a guy buying a drink, that's the first thing that goes to my mind. But I guess I, I don't then take into account maybe some guys just out here. And some guys, you know, they just be trying to flex, right? Man, I got it, man. Man, get them three girls a drink over there, you know? Just refuse to drink if I'm not interested. I'm not about to give you a reason to think I owe you something. Okay, I got you. That's fair. That's fair, you know? Uh, and that's a good point, too, you know? Yeah. But some people just feel like, oh, it's just a drink. It's no big deal about it. Like I said, man, I mean, from what, you know, saying a conversation, you know, just like I was talking about with the guys, you know, I was having a conversation with my wife. She was like, you know, guys just buy drinks, you know, just just to be nice. Or, you know, saying the girls just accept the drink, you know, they just accept the drink and, you know, you shouldn't expect anything in return. So, but I just, I'm, like I said, I'm just glad I'm, I ain't got to deal with this no more. Most men used to buy drinks because they, uh, just uh, they was just men, but nowadays a man will buy you a drink and <laughs> want to be under you all night. <laughs> so I don't accept no drink because I uh, can. Uh, let me see. I can't out to have a good time. Well, I came out to have a good time. Uh, Linda, yeah, uh, <laughs> that is true though. You know, guys feel like, man, I just bought you this drink. Man, that drink was ten dollars. That drink was twelve dollars. Like, yeah, Lee can talk to me. Yeah. Like some women feel like that, you know, like they be guys be all up under them and stuff like that. But look, here's the thing. I don't care if you bought a woman a drink or not. OK, uh, you know, the 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 moral obligation of, oh, you know, what I'm saying I need to be by you. You my girl for the night. Nah, man, none of that. Now, if you're just trying to like buy a drink. OK, I'm just trying to get a little conversation with you, talk to you. First off, I don't know how much conversation you're going to get in the club. Like, seriously. It's loud. Everybody on top of each other. You gotta, you know what I'm saying? Like, get all close to them, yelling in their ear. So where are you from? So what you came here for? Oh, you from out of town? You here with your friends? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, how much conversation you gonna get, you know? You know, maybe like it depends on the setting, right? So you know how like those clubs that, that be on TV. Nobody really in there, you know what I'm saying? It's dim lighting and stuff like that. Good feng sway, if you will. And, uh, you know, you might have a couple people in there. Then you got one gentleman at the end of the bar and a, a beautiful lady like sitting right there. And bartender says, yeah, this, this gentleman bought you a drink. And you put the your hand up in the air. And, you know, she'll so probably like, you know, ask you to come over and you talk. You know, like on, on them stereotypical date movies, right? But in a club, like, you know what I'm saying? You try to talk to somebody and all you hear is boo, 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 boo. <laughs> and all that, all night, you know what I'm saying? And, and you try to talk to somebody. Oot, 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 oot. So where you from? Oot, oot, oot. Like, come on, man. I, how much conversation you going to get, you know? 
<laughs> showing uh she's showing love by being in a room doing football now you have to show love sometime by watching the housewife man that ain't love ask her what the score is okay all right you know what I'm like it's easy to be in a room okay the living room area is connected to the kitchen right so you can be up in there washing dishes but ask her what the score is that's what i want to know if you buy the refrigerator you know, say so you can tell me what the score is. Maybe I feel some type of way. Be like, ah, oh, maybe I need to watch it. But I will say this though: my wife did shock me, because uh, for those that may not follow uh, my sports podcast, I cover the New Orleans Saints, and I remember asking my wife about certain players, and she really shocked me when I was like, you know, who Elvin Kamara is. She was like, yeah, he that he that running back. And it's like, you know, Michael Thomas is like, yeah, he that uh, guy that catch the ball that got his ankle. Man. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I'm like, look at you, man. But I'm going to ask what the score is. If I ask her what the score is, she can tell me then, you know, then I, I, I maybe watch. I mean, but look, I know what's going on on Real Housewives. You know what I'm saying? I know like Portia and, you know what I'm saying? And, um, what what's what's the girl name? Uh, Candy Burris, and you know, I, you know, I know like certain people on there, but I ain't like you know knee deep in the game. Mama SOTS is in the building. Yeah, man, my mom in the, in this thing. She up in there. Shout out to my mom. Let's see, the stereotypical date almost never works in the real world. True. I mean, I don't know. That's kind of cheesy if you ask me. You know, I mean, can you blame a woman? You know, you you sitting in the edge of the club by yourself in, in 2022. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's a, I mean, that's the epitome of weirdo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just sitting up in that thing by yourself. You buying somebody a drink in a in a in a gym room, and you just sitting up in that thing by yourself. Like, shh, all the things that go on in this world, I don't know if a woman gonna accept that. Like, what's up with this weirdo? I don't know about that. Carolyn Jones Smith love does not include accepting torture. <laughs> Last time I bought a woman a drink, I ended up buying her a ring. Two cars and a house and a kids. Yes, Lord, I love married life. Well, that's a good thing. It, it worked out for you. It worked out for you. So, you know, you bought that drink. That drink paid dividends because now you got yourself a, a successful marriage. And yeah, and, and bless you for that, man. It's good to hear. <laughs> Barbara, that's true. Always love yourself with all your heart. Yeah. I mean, I, look, there's always going to be some things that that you do outside your relationship, right? There's always going to be one thing, the thing that you feel like is for you. I mean, that's her. You know what I'm saying? Like when she watches like certain shows, I let her have it. When I'm watching football, she let me have it. You know, wrestling. I mean, I don't watch that by myself now because now, uh, you know, Paxton is starting to like understand about wrestling and stuff like that, which I'm not even that big of a wrestling fan like I used to be. But it's just the fact that I want to keep that alive. Like I want to keep, I want to keep my love for wrestling around because it's something I can do with him. Right. So I, I you know, the fact that he kind of you know sits down, he watches it, or you know, he 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 those like certain moves and stuff like that is just kind of uh kind of cool. So I just kind of keep that. Uh let's see, TJ, give me that interview today. Uh 
Josh, I don't, you know, so I don't think I can be able to do it today. Um, shoot, especially like it's three twenty-five. If you're looking at listening to, um, to this live right now, I gotta go pick uh packing up from daycare in a few minutes, and then I gotta get prepared for uh the game tonight. But next week, you know, what I'm saying the next episode, I'll be happy to to do that. You know, what I'm saying we can arrange something, and you know, what I'm saying give you, you know, what I'm saying give you some time to, you know, what I'm saying for you to be able to express yourself so yeah you know what i'm saying we can do it on the next episode yeah that way you know what i'm saying because i don't want to be speeding through it and stuff like that and not give you the time to be able to you know what i'm saying say how you feel me and an ex-husband uh number one had a knockdown drag out over my hatred of the three stooges now wait a minute now wait a minute now, now you can't be hating on the three stooges now that's a classic the three stooges was an absolute classic man you cannot who who disliked the three stooges, man? Come on now. Curly Larry Moore and Shimp. Come on, man. You can't you can't hate on <laughs> you can't hate on the three stooges, man. Come on. <laughs> Certainly. I mean, that's that's a classic right there. Uh anniversary uh, is December 5th, kids. Uh, 12 14 12 30 christmas on the 25th of course december is a great month for me uh <laughs> I, i'm gonna let you have it man i will make a joke i will make a joke <laughs> i'm about to say march is a good month for you too <laughs> march is a good month for you too <laughs> if you know what i mean but yeah man look all jokes aside ray ray look it's great to have um it's great to have that, man. You know what I'm saying? December is, is is one of those uh months that's full of love because of the holiday season and and being able to have so many great moments that you can share for the month of December is is incredible, man. God, I haven't heard the name of the three stooges in 20 years. Man, look, I I watched three stooges not too long ago. Okay, three stooges is a classic. That is as an absolute classic right there. All right. Um their their whole like origin story is incredible too man and how them boys got finessed for years uh by producer ted healy i mean if you don't like the three stooges at least like listen to their documentary um man it, it was amazing how them boys got screwed like throughout the years by columbia uh pictures and how much money they made that production company and how much money that they got squandered out of and it's amazing man I say check it out, but they, their, their origin story is incredible. Ray Ray, I'm praying for your wallet. <laughs> Prediction. Uh okay. Uh Josh, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about sports here, man. We're not gonna talk about sports here. So I'm uh <laughs> we gonna we gonna put that on the side, man. We're gonna keep it on brand. We're gonna keep it on brand. All right. We're gonna we gonna keep that thing on brand. Um, let's see. But um Hope everybody enjoyed the Therapy Couch podcast. I appreciate it. Uh, Shouts out to everybody. Uh, I ask that you hit the like button if you have not already on your way out. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com. Search Therapy Couch Podcast. Uh, got previous episodes available on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts. And uh, man, this is a podcast like, you know, just having conversations where we talk about uh, certain things that go on in life. I mean, this episode, we kind of, you know, flipped it a little bit. You know, mostly we talk about like anxiety, depression and stuff like that. But I'm also going to be talking about some of the, the issues that, you know, that, that 
that that that plague our society too, man. I was close. I was. I'll probably hold off till next week to talk about this episode, but um, the issue with a uh, football player Key to Lee's brother out there in uh, Lancaster, Texas, um, man, that was discouraging right there. That was discouraging. Um, you know, I don't know if some of y'all probably heard about that, but uh, Key to Lee's brother was a suspect in in the shooting that happened at a Pop Warner football game. All right, there was this uh, referee, a guy that was a line judge. He ended up getting shot over a heated exchange at a Pop Warner football game. This guy got shot and killed in front of his son, who was a part of the team. And uh, that that really discouraged me right there. And, and these stories hit different. Like, these stories hit different when you got kids, man. I, I just never realized, like, you know, you hear these stories, but, man, it just hit different. I, I was close to talking about that today, but I wanted to do something a little bit different. So we'll probably talk about that and we'll probably kind of add some other stuff into it as well. But thank you all so much for being here. I really do appreciate it. And uh, I hope everybody is happy and I hope everybody is uh, healthy. Take care.